Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Brian. And this is the Happy Harvest Horror Show, where we get together. <laughs> Put your about... arms up in the air, like when you said, I'm Brian. And it was Speaking like a... to my flock in my parish. <laughs> it's like a Messiah moment. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Happy Harvest Horror Show, where we talk about all our favorite spooky things. And this week, we've got a an out-of-this-world topic to talk about. Ooh, nice. But before we do that, Corey, it's been a few weeks. How you been? How spooky has it been? What are you up to? Um, What am I up to? You know, watched a few movies here and there. Um, Just been hanging out in the woods like yeah. a good spooky kid. I, I told you the story already, Brian, but it makes me really happy. I showed I showed uh, the boyfriend over the garden wall recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you've been listening to our podcast for a long time, you know, like I would die for that show. Um, it's, <laughs> it's everything to me and more. And and yeah, and he he responded positively, which you know, obviously huge green flag. But the best part was referring to. Wirt and Greg as Merc and the Little Boy. <laughs> Merc and the Little Boy. <laughs> Which feels almost more fitting, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think that's kind of how like my brain sees them as well. But I was like, yeah, exactly. And then had like, I don't know, had a girls night the other night, watched some paranormal activity. Woo! First one? And yes. Yeah. Yes. It's so like, especially as more and more time passes i'm just like wow this movie is so 2006 like it feels exactly like you're in 2006 watching that movie (laughs) the suburban house the 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 clothing yeah all of it we were in a really boring time decoratively and like fashion six it was rough you guys like like it was just very plain very business casual like yep yep we we watched Speaking to that, we I had some friends over and we watched Orphan and same thing. Looking at you know the main uh, Orphan goes to school and she's wearing her old timey clothes and everyone's making fun of her and yet the whole class is just in low rise jeans and the same polo <laughs> shirt. <laughs> They're almost like if anyone in this class has an ounce of style, it's this yeah. one. <laughs> you know, like and we were in a boring time. <laughs> it was boring like and i like i don't know oh, those and khakis man for real Oof. and it's like and it's such a shame too because right before that early 2000s very first few years of the 2000s shit was crazy shit was wild we were having so much fun with fashion and design and colors and like and then by the time like we were in high school it was just like nah no more of that none of that <laughs> no 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 more <laughs> But um, yeah, Paranormal Activity, classic, of course. Um, what else? Also, I'm just loving our book club book this month. Been super into it. It's fun. It's real yeah. fun. It's fun. And out the gate, it is creepy as shit. But like, yeah, very, um, I don't know, just really good. Very rich. I, I'm enjoying it a lot. So a lot far. of spooky images. Yeah, like some really haunting and like situations that, that you know, to describe like very early in the book, there's a. I'm yeah. not gonna spoil. I'm not gonna spoil anything. But yeah, they're like just the way they describe certain things. I'm like, ugh, yeesh. <laughs> like, we think about that one all day, <laughs> you know? For real, for real. To remind our audience, we are currently reading "Mary: An Awakening of Terror" by Nat Cassidy for this month's book club. That's right. I love book club. Fucking love book club. You book know, club. good time. <laughs> good time, especially in this. You know, we're in we're in the back half of the year. We're in the ramp up to Halloween. The next big thing is Halloween. So mm-hmm. join us. Come on, get spooky with us. Join the book club. Book club. We have fun and we're all best friends reading books. Reading books in the spooky time. Speaking of uh good spooky times, this weekend, this is it. Well, it's kind of spooky. 
a third of it is spooky. I'm doing the Barbenheimer, right? I'm doing the double feature Barbie and Oppenheimer. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, but I also, I just schedule wise, friend of the show, Cody, uh, had an extra ticket they gave me um, for Terrifier that is happening on the same day. And I didn't realize. And so I'm doing a morning Oppenheimer, a afternoon Barbie and I'm going to round it out with a nice, gentle, terrifier. Oh, my <laughs> God. You're taking it to a whole new level. I'm, right? I'm raising the ante for everybody. So I'm calling it Tara Barbenheimer. Tara Barbenheimer. <laughs> Tara Barbenheimer. Tara Barbenheimer fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm getting all the major food groups all in one day. <laughs> you know? That's so exciting. I'm... I've- I'm not going on opening day, but I'm definitely going to do Barbenheimer at some point. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear about your experience. That's I'm going to be delirious, you know, (laughs) from home that night in a straight jacket. Um, (laughs) But that's uh, that's been fun. What else? I've been uh, I've been watching old spooky movies. So what? Oh, spooky my week. Yeah. So that's going to be it's coming up. That's going to be my spooky next week. But my current spooky, mm, I read a whole. I read a book. I listened to the audio book, but we call it, we read a book. That's what we do. So <laughs> that's just what we call it. <laughs> we'll call it. Listen to the whole audio book of this book called sisters of the lost nation. It was really beautiful, really sad, a heartbreaking story. It was like a, um, kind of like a twin peaks kind of setup of a missing, you know, girl, uh, without any of the fun quirk, you know, it was just really sad and, you know, raised oh. awareness on, you know, it was set on the, on a reservation in middle America and raise rose awareness to, you know, uh, native American women are much more likely to be abducted or killed. And, you know, it, it's, it is a heartbreaking story. And, but it was really beautiful because it like told all these different folkloric stories um, from native beliefs and tribes. And so I really loved reading it. Highly recommend it. Um, Sisters of the lost nation, um, the audiobook, And it was read by the, this I'm going to forget her name, but she was in Reservation Dogs. She reads the um, the audiobook, so that was fun. Um, fun. I I enjoyed it, but <laughs> it wasn't fun. Um, what else? Watching some spooky movies. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Really, we get we talked about it. Terrifier, Barbenheimer. It's gonna be good. Yeah. It's gonna be good. You you could probably do a whole podcast episode just about that experience. I feel like what a spooky time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Movies are back. Are they really back if you don't add Terrifier at the end? You know, no, if Art not. the Clown isn't coming in at the end, <laughs> are you really doing it right? <laughs> All right. Um, I guess we kind of already did the book club plug. How do people join book club, Brian? Uh, they go to our Instagram. Um, <laughs> do that. <laughs> and when you go to our Instagram, they'll, uh, there's a bunch of really cool posts that I put together that have, you know, details, but basically all you got to do is support us at any level. Um, and the details are in the link in our bio on our Instagram. Uh, so you can give in $1 to be friends with us. And then once you do that, shoot us an email at happy harvest horror show at gmail.com and say, God damn it. Get me in there and we'll <laughs> get you in there. Stat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the secret that's the like the passcode god right. get me in there <laughs> that's right that's yep. right yeah also looking forward uh we'll probably have already done it by our next book club but i'll be at midsummer scream in a couple of weeks i'll be passing out little business cards and saying hi to people so if anyone's spooky and in long beach and is out there uh, i'll be out there too also, uh, I still haven't decided. <laughs> hey, you got you got a week and a half, you know. But I, I I got the days off work, so it's better come. I'm no, I, I, <laughs> I I'm I I'm going back and forth. I want to come. I want to come. You I can just, help me pass out these business cards. They're so cool. You can't see them on because we're an audio only podcast, but you're gonna have to come to Long Beach, California. <laughs> On July 28th or 29th and get one yourself. They're pretty cool. Honestly, like, yeah, the it's got our logo on them and like our logo is pretty sick. So like they're amazing. QR parts. code. Boom. Beautiful. Yep. Cool. Fun. Love it. 
AC Breezy, cover girl. Yeah. Beautiful. Should we talk about aliens? Yeah, why not? <laughs> but before that, let's hear a quick word from our beautiful sponsor, Brian Muldoon, telling you about our other sponsors. <laughs> we'll be right back. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. We're back. back. We're talking aliens today. Just a broad topic. Just a, I love these episodes where we just like pick like aliens. All right, <laughs> go. You know? What do you got to say? What do you got to say? Like we got satanic panic and like we'll, we'll give you history and all that. And then we get aliens. We're just like, you know, do your best. Go for it. <laughs> you know? I mean, like creating a clear history of aliens sounds incredibly difficult and you know i I don't get paid for this so (laughs) you know it's funny history because like it's like in the middle ages people were still thinking there were aliens they're thinking when jesus rose from the dead he went to other planets you gotta help them out too you know you gotta saved everybody from sin not just here He can't just be saving Earthlings. He's he's got to save the whole universe. Goes against everything he taught. <laughs> that is an amazing movie concept, like Jesus Christ, like savior of the universe, or just like, like Silver Surfer going <laughs> through the cosmos. You know, <laughs> <laughs> do not resist. I am saving you. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Corey, I know you're a big fan of aliens. I am. I have one here on my hand. I have a hand tattoo of kind of just a classic. The gray, just like big head, big eyes. Basically like the emoji of the alien. Yeah. Which is funny because if like we're talking my beliefs, I don't even think they probably look like this. But it is our conception. It (laughs) It is our symbol of aliens. So... Yeah, and his name's Buddy, and he's my best friend. I just, like, hang out yeah, with him. He's a good, he's a good guy. guy. Buddy's also the name I give every single dog I meet. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, funny story. I met a dog, and it, he was just, like, the sweetest thing in the world, and he was, like, jumping all over me, and I was like, oh, my gosh, hi, Buddy, hey, Buddy, and his name actually was Buddy. <laughs> had that exact same situation happen to me, right? The dog comes into work. I'm I'm patting. I'm like, oh, buddy, how you doing, buddy? And then I go, what's his name? They go, it's Buddy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I love that. Uh, anyway, it's Buddy the Alien. For buddy. <laughs> it's a good name. It's a good name. Um, what, what's your history with aliens? Ever been abducted? Uh, sadly, no. Yeah. Um, I do feel like I've had a few just kind of weird experiences Mm -hmm. i wouldn't classify any of them as like this was definitely an alien encounter you know Mm -hmm. um but i've I've had a few experiences where i've seen some weird shit in the sky that didn't seem to like operate the way it should so you know that that's something um and then i had like this is getting a little like aliens ghosts paranormal all of the above but when i was little i had an experience with like an orb which like i don't know could be an alien <laughs> like a big orb or like a you know like your lawn orb <laughs> your classic lawn orb you know those are like the, the... It was, uh it was like a like a shining a floating orb in my bedroom in the bedroom. Okay. In my bedroom. So small enough to fit in the bedroom. So maybe a lawn orb, maybe a haunted lawn orb. <laughs> that just walked into my room one night. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those things are spooky. Like what? They were supposed to like get rid of dragonflies or something. I can't remember. There was a reason. Someone gave me a reason that I, those things exist. I love exist. an orb. Like yeah. I'm, we should definitely do an orb episode because that's yeah. kind of a whole nother thing, but it is connected to alien lore. Like some people think they're kind of one in the same perhaps hmm. i don't know perhaps well, well i guess all of my <laughs> exper- potential alien experiences 
very, very vague. Who knows? Um, I have met like a little green man. I have not been on a UFO. Nothing, nothing like that. How about you, Brian? Mm, Not yet. No. What do you think? What do I think, Brian? (laughs) 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 No, sadly, no alien history. You know, I can like I can reach and and think sometimes of like, you know, spooky ghost stuff or haunted or spooky incidences. But aliens, which is a shame because growing up in the Midwest, you got a lot of sky. It's not hard to just like mistake something in there, just something in the sky. I'm like, that must be an alien. No, but no aliens. Uh, if I grew up in Roswell, I'd probably come up with something, but but I didn't. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh shoot! Uh, Roswell. Roswell is pretty wild. That's a, we could talk about that. The Roswell incident. We are, we associate Roswell, New Mexico, with like Area Fifty One and like alien abduction and whatnot because of the Roswell. Remember incident. a few years ago when everyone was going to storm Roswell? Area? Oh, Area Fifty One. Oh yeah, we're going to figure <laughs> it out. Yeah. And then like, I think like just a handful of people showed up and then they were like, oh no. <laughs> I guess that was something that like, if we think about area 51, that, like when I was a kid, when Google earth and maps like was coming out, I would like, let's find area 51. But yeah. We, like you were trying to zoom in on Google maps, like more than a thousand times. And Google earth was just like, image isn't available and and us like 13 year olds are like it's a conspiracy they're like they're <laughs> they're hiding it they're like no because you just we like, if we zoomed in enough we'd see a dead alien right. on no because <laughs> it's 2007 and no you can't zoom in more than like <laughs> image not available Oof. Yeah. so that was yeah that was fun but yeah i guess that was my only interested with aliens but ever since then i love the idea of like little little gray men you know area 51 there was a video game uh that i played as a kid or you just you run around as a shooter you just were shooting aliens and <laughs> 51 i don't remember the plot was much more complicated than that but remember i loved it <laughs> roswell incident that was wild though 1947 uh turned out to be a weather balloon but not according That's to kenneth cool. arnold Hey. That's what they say. <laughs> I'm on the Wikipedia and I can't, I was right somewhere. I don't know where the line is, but it basically was like, this is the most debunked incident yeah. in history. <laughs> I'm like poor Kenneth Arnold, <laughs> you know, like right? all these other UFO people are like, uh, at least we're not the most debunked, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, there are some names in, you know, like UFO experiences that really like, aren't debunked you know like there are some like people who have had experiences and there really isn't proof that they haven't you know mm-hmm. uh, so it's like you know, they're you, I, you know it's i want it's to same, believe yeah, exactly it's the same with ghosts and cryptids and everything it's like yeah. they're like it hasn't been proven false so yep. <laughs> except um, for the roswell thing that might have been proven false <laughs> interesting that that you kind of say that because we're i think especially with a lot of like big people who spend like big names in in um i guess exploring this concept of aliens right now we're in a very interesting place where there just seems to be crossover of like all the paranormal like i watched a whole documentary series that was essentially suggesting that like aliens are um have like already you know, infiltrated and a lot of them live in caves and are mistaken for goblins. Oh, and so you wow. alien lore meets goblin lore. And it's like, why not? You know, it's all like <laughs> I love when you get that crossover. I know. Right. <laughs> like literally, why not? Like, why can't there be goblins from space living in cave systems? Like, I've always said it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying it. For years. <laughs> Why not? Oh my gosh. I love that. I mean, the the most common version of when we were already talking about the big head, big gray, little alien. Um, big head, big black eyes, the gray. That's the most common in for at least from the Roswell incident, the most common like connection to that. They look a little bit like little goblins, too. I, I, do, I right, right. I, I can see the connection, right? you know? And exactly. now 
I'm rooting for him. And the idea of like when you really get into like cryptid lore too, the idea of like cryptids being from like other planets and then like you know it it's a it's a easy. Is the Mothman an alien? Some potentially yes. Bigfoot an alien? <laughs> like Whoa. some people think so. Yeah, that's Grizzly real. Crazy devil. Alien. Our best alien. <laughs> <laughs> like you never know. You never know. Um, yeah. So it's like. Like I said, like the the human brain, you know, we like to categorize and we like things to fit into little boxes. But um, and so we do that with with paranormal activity, you know, with things like aliens, ghosts, cryptids, whatever. We we want them to be separate things, but it's like maybe they're the same thing, you know. <laughs> like, maybe they're all flavors of the same ice cream, you know. Exactly. exactly. Uh, in current alien discourse. <laughs> uh, thinking about aliens in terms of like a big big term right now is interdimensional beings yeah tell me about that because we were talking about it a little bit before we got on here and i'm like multiverse what are you talking about <laughs> i would love to i would love to tell you that um so some good first i'm just going to throw out some good sources of like where i've explored this information yeah um, there so there's a couple of documentaries that are available on Amazon that I really like because they're I mean they're out there like you have to be willing to be out there but they don't to me anyways they don't give huge massive conspiracy theory vibes like the people I think are truly intellectually curious and like you know they're they're going down a interesting road that doesn't have a lot of proof but like so what you know um unacknowledged and close encounters of the fifth kind Mm -hmm. are two documentaries um i think they're produced by uh, a man by the name of dr stephen m greer and he is like the like a big name in both aliens and like this kind of direction of interdimensional beings yeah uh and you know i'm like i'm sure there's plenty of people out there that can debunk some of the things he's saying but i do think he's somewhat reputable in like some of the things he's trying and um yeah he's just a really interesting really knowledgeable guy and close encounters of the fifth kind is it's pretty wild to watch because essentially what's going on is a lot of these people who are like very into aliens and trying to make contact with aliens and interdimensional beings have claimed that they can connect to and speak to aliens slash these beings through like meditation, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like you tap into a meditative state and you can essentially like cross dimensions and talk to alien beings. Kind of cool. Like kind of interesting um i'd go to that session you know that 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 guided meditation to the the other worlds right exactly and i i don't know i like it because yeah it is it's a bit it 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 kind of allows us to open our mind to what other intelligent beings like what their material form might actually be like how they might actually operate and a lot of people that have gotten like gotten really into the study of interdimensional beings actually believe that this is our best chance at contact Mm. that it's not actually going to be a physical contact it's not actually going to be a ufo dropping into earth like um for many reasons and many scientific reasons including like the the sheer you know distance and speed of light and all of this it's like it's actually going to be through working through dimensions that we'll be able to contact other beings Mm. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) yeah interdimensional beings like hellraiser (laughs) so i i like that concept too because it does i think i think there's a lot of fear around aliens i think people are very afraid of you know scary little dudes and but also the like the independence day scenario right like the of aliens coming down and being these very violent beings that are going to like colonize us and like um there's and just do awful things basically with their yeah. like advanced technology like that's a huge fear people have and um 
I don't know. I like to lean a little bit more towards like, well, if they're so advanced, they're probably not violent the way humans are violent. Like they're probably like, like, that, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the beauty of like any fear that it all originates somewhere. And I feel like that's, you think Kate right at the head on the nail with why aliens are scary because it's a fear of like advanced technology that we can't really comprehend. Right. Yeah. And that they, it, for them even to have been here, we can't comprehend how they would have gotten here, you know? Um, and you think about like, and, and, and it's never in a, in a good way, uh, unless you think about Arrival. Arrival was a beautiful movie that they were I, fucking rad. Those are cool aliens. I love Arrival. Literally every conversation I have about aliens, going back to what I said about my little tattoo, mm-hmm. like whenever I like talk about it, like I love the Arrival like concept of the alien because it was one of the first movies where we really saw a very abstract alien you know a very like inky squid things dude yeah that were you know a like a material that doesn't really exist here like these we and yeah and the way that they operated was so different than anything on earth and to me that makes a lot of sense it's like you're a being from a completely different place dimension whatever like why would it why would it look like a bipedal you know human like i feel like it's gonna look like something because that's us telling on ourselves right (laughs) that's where the fear is they're like altered versions of humans you know they're and they're always up to no good whether it be you know independence day you know destroying the white house Oh, no. Um, (laughs) Coming straight for the White House because they are very, they're deeply political beings. Yep. (laughs) And they are to the point, they are going to send a message. Uh, Or or if it's even more subtly with these little, you know, the grace that they are abducting people. Like that's always nefarious. And they're using their advanced technologies to probe and to like uh, poke you a little bit and just kind of figure out what's, where do these things work? You know, which is a commentary on scientists, you know. No, you're completely right. The alien probe is so like, is so like, what are you actually afraid of here? Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's definitely, um, yeah, it's definitely a human fear. Like it's, it's completely rooted in, in very almost like human activities. So it's like, hmm. <laughs> I think it's interesting too, because of all these alien abduction stories, it's always, it kind of deals with like repressed memories and then mm-hmm. like, and things that you like block out. And that like looking back is very alien because it's like, I can't believe that that my brain blocked it out in the first place because I couldn't comprehend that that was happening to me, you know? And so that's common thing in alien stories that they go through hypnosis to like recount what happened to them. Um, And it's it's usually so terrifying and it's so horrible. Um, And just, I don't know, again, telling on ourselves, just human food. I, I kind of agree. And that's why when I'm actually like thinking about aliens, I, I do like this kind of interdimensional route or like thinking of them in in a more arrival abstract form, like like something that really just operates completely differently. Um, so I like that that's the direction a lot of thinkers are going. Another, I did want to give a shout out. Um, I, you know, Duncan Trussell Family Hour, like my favorite podcast, mm-hmm. big fan. Uh, a recent episode, it was just from a couple weeks ago, um, episode 569. He has a, a guy by the name of Jay Anderson on and um, very knowledgeable about kind of the current state of of uh, just alien exploration. Um, and it was just a great episode. It was really interesting to listen to. Talk, They talk a lot about these kind of abstract ideas surrounding aliens. Um, so I definitely recommend that as well if you're... if if one, you're just interested or two, if this is the first you're hearing of like aliens as anything more than, yeah, little gray men, maybe give that podcast a listen. Um, cause it kind of, kind of lays out the, I guess, abstract current view. Also a current change in kind of the lexicon surrounding aliens. They don't really use UFOs anymore. They're, they're now UAPs. Unidentified aerial phenomenon oh yeah <laughs> mm, aerial phenomenon aerial phenomenon just like in the movie nope yeah mm, fuck um, it, i have to give it cut we'll talk about movies later but nope rules um nope. yeah we'll talk about movies later but i just love that movie nope i think it's also interesting that yeah the, 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 like you said the lexicon is changing on it and what we consider 
aliens and witness. And, and I think that's, I, I'd love to see it continue to change that way because it was a big shift with arrival. I feel like moving mm-hmm. away from, from what is like humanoid and nefarious, you know, into oh. something curious and like uh, trying to make a connection. And, and even that movie had its own, different ideas of time not being linear and different things so like it's challenging a lot of beliefs that movie and so i think it's i think it's exciting and i mean didn't the fbi come out and go here yeah there are ufos so now we're like no we're not gonna call them that anymore you've had you chance you kept it a secret <laughs> we, word you wanted this information for so long and then you waited until the world went just fucking haywire and then and you're gonna and they were like might as well and they're like no we're not even going to call it ufos anymore they're not cool anymore you jerks they're uaps which the one reason i I, like i like the sound of ufo better it's just like i don't know it has a certain a certain vibe to it but one thing i do like about the change to uap like unidentified aerial phenomenon is and i don't think enough people are talking about this um it that does not guarantee that it's anything alien you know it's yeah. unidentified shit in the sky <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like and that could be stuff that like like the people that see it don't know where it's originating from like it could still have origins on earth and we just haven't identified them it mm-hmm. also could not like it it opens up the possibilities to like not only different forms of paranormal stuff, but also like answerable things, you know, mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm. an unidentified something in the sky. And it's like, it's a phenomena, but like, that doesn't mean it's from another planet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Same. But be real cool if it was like, yeah, with, the, <laughs> like with the incident with Barney and Betty Hill. Have you heard about this? I know I'm telling you about I, it before. I think I have. I think I have, but please refresh my mind. A lot of a lot of uh stories were you know inspired like a lot of alien abduction stories, like in American Horror Story, Asylum, and um whatever the, the alien later season that was inspired from this. But it yeah, it talks about Bear, Barney and Betty Hill. They were a couple in the 1960s, early 60s that were uh claimed they were abducted by extraterrestrials in New Hampshire. They were coming back. From the Niagara Falls. Just having a nice little date night. Traveling back. Uh, they saw this object zooming around in the sky. And so they were like following it, doing everything. And then eventually the UFO like parked right above their car. Get out of the car. They were count seeing spooky gray little men um, in sleek, shiny black suits and black hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, all like looking at them. And then saying, I can't remember, what did they say? They communicated somehow, like, don't look away and don't move. Um, and then they drove away. And then when they got home, they realized things are kind of weird. They felt strange. Time had, they, there was missing time they couldn't account for. Uh, straps on their camera was ripped. I don't remember that. Their shoes were all, so they just, their watch stopped working forever. So they were like, this is kind of strange. They reported it. And then years later, they went under hypnosis. And in the hypnosis, they both confirmed like the same story about what the incidents would actually happen. They were like uh, abducted. And yeah, and now this story has been kind of like the the ground zero for the, the gray men story that comes out a lot. I already sent you a little sketch that Barney drew of his little alien. And it's so funny. <laughs> It's such a, and it's spooky. You know, I'd be real bummed if I saw that. Um, <laughs> I'd be bummed out. I'd be bummed. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting that outside of this original like reporting, they were largely uninterested in any UFO like celebrity life. Wikipedia says right here the Hills went back to their regular lives. They were willing to discuss alleged UFO encounter with friends, family, and the occasional UFO researcher. But the Hills apparently made no effort to seek publicity. Years later, Betty would go on to write a book. So I guess that's kind of like going into it a little bit. But I feel like with these stories, like you think of like admirable horror or any sort of like real life sensationalized stories that like from the get go, they're like, I got to get on everywhere. I got to get out there. I got to the Warrens. I got to get out there and tell the news, get on the reports. But they didn't, which adds credibility to me. And also, like they, someone asked in their joint hypnosis that were separate sessions, the all the simulators that they were recounting and that missing time, and and 
how do we describe like the similarities between the two? And I think it was just like a, a like a joint hypno, like psychosis that someone said. And I was like, ah, it was, that's, I don't know, <laughs> you know, they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just both went crazy the same way. <laughs> same time. So I don't know who knows what it was, but uh, a little spooky. Is all yeah, it was. I, I agree. I, there, I don't, I can't think of his name right now, but there is another individual who I know, like there's a really good documentary that I've seen that he's a part of that. He basically like worked for the government and witnessed. Um, yeah. Basically like aircraft, like aircrafts that are far beyond human technology. Um, and he, for years and years, didn't have any interest in speaking out about it. And even like, you can just kind of tell in the documentary, like he's just a very, he just kind of wants to live his own life. And Mm -hmm. like, he doesn't like nothing about his life suggests he's looking for attention or notoriety or anything about this. He's, it's just more like he needs to tell his story. Um, And those stories. Yeah, I agree. Definitely hold more credibility in this particular realm when it's just like when it's just like average people like he was just a pretty average dude that liked working on aircrafts you know and then mm-hmm. like and then got caught in the middle of a bunch of shit um and yeah when there isn't that desire to like be known as like the guy that experienced alien craziness like there's definitely, it's like, okay, well, something happened there. I don't really know what it is, but something happened. There. <laughs> right, 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 right. We're, we're already, we're always going to talk about it, but nope. It came out last year, Jordan Peele's new movie. That was the whole idea of that one is, is sensationalizing stories and how like, it's just, a, it's uh, the whole thing with that alien and that we can they never say what it is, but that's what's so beautiful about it. But the, the, the whole thing is that extraterrestrial in that movie was, if you looked at it, it would suck you up and. Um, and that was the whole commentary on just sensationalization in any media, any like real thing that like, it just wants you to look at it for a little while and then it'll eat you up and then it'll move on. You know, like, it's yeah. not, it's not interested in like staying. It's not interested in like, uh, actually discussing or getting any change. It's just gonna, it just wants you to like pause, take a look and, and get, uh, consumed by it, you know? Yeah. And just uh, the nature of spectacle too. That movie is so fucking good. Like the nature, like I love the like amusement park that basically mm-hmm. is and like the reclaiming his own trauma, making a little story out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So good. It's so good. <laughs> uh Happy Harvest Horror Show approved movie. Nope. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like going back to earlier, um, you know, like it does it, the movie does suggest it's some kind of like extraterrestrial or whatever but once again a a more abstract way of mm-hmm. an alien you know or a ufo or whatever it is but and that's like, a fun one that becomes it starts off as a ufo and turns into a uap you know hey <laughs> hey i won't spoil it you have to go see it it's really good um what else? So we're kind of in the movie realm now. We're just yeah. we're off the cuff talking aliens here, and yeah. it gets fun. Yeah. And we and their uh, movies, TV shows. Well, we got X Files. X Files is a big one. Files. I, I want to believe. Of course, classic. Um, I also TV shows. Everyone's favorite, um, incredibly accurate History Channel television show, Ancient Aliens. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> that show. There's uh, there's so much to say about that show. That <laughs> so wild, dude. <laughs> that show is so wild. <laughs> I don't even know if I can say I've si- I've seen an entire episode. To my shame, like I'm not doc- docking the show. Yeah, Godspeed no. to that show. Love it. I just <laughs> yeah. haven't. If if you haven't seen an episode. Anyone in the audience who hasn't seen an episode, do yourself a favor, get real, <laughs> get nice and high, and like get your favorite snacks and just start from the beginning. <laughs> start from and get all. Yeah, that's a good weekend. <laughs> um, it's just so wild, and it's just and it's the persistence of it that's fascinating because it's not just like one show or one documentary. It is seasons and seasons of. 
let's every every single historical event every single monument every like everything we can think of how do we tie it to aliens (laughs) i mean we just did it with cryptids and that's a whole that's a whole encyclopedia of creatures that we've just then lumped into aliens you know (laughs) but it's, it's a fun time um yeah, I don't I don't consider ancient aliens to be much of a reputable source on much of anything, but it's it's a fun ride. And it, you know, it'll get you thinking sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> getting you thinking. I I have the whole series of The Outer Limits, um, which is another you know, those anthology Twilight Zone shows. And that's they they love aliens in that one. Um that's a fun one. Like the very first episode deals with like a another version of aliens that they, they don't really have a physical form. They exist in like radio wavelengths. And it talks about this radio station, local radio station host that found a way to like visualize radio wavelengths and in the visualization created an image of the alien that they have a conversation with. And so uh, they have this, they have like really life um, deep conversations about like life and death and, and the alien is like, we don't have life or death. We're just always. <laughs> and so like, we don't have a word for what you're talking about ceasing to exist. So anyway, that was fascinating. They also have, you know, other lab episodes, you know, human evolution that kind of go into what we're talking about, about humans are the aliens um, where there's one episode where this dude goes into this machine that it, that speeds up the evolutionary process and his head becomes like really, really big, like an alien head. But that's just because that's, that's what an advanced human would look like, look like a little gray, you know? And so, um, anyway, outer limits is fun. If you're looking for, uh, I, you love to just have it on the background whenever I'm working from home, just the twilight zone and outer limits. So those are some TV shows. Also, I feel like we'd be remiss not to mention, cause at least this is, largely my introduction to aliens as a kid mm-hmm. the classic unsolved mysteries oh the yeah alien episodes were always yeah i mean like i was a total unsolved mysteries kid um unsurprisingly but love the paranormal episodes the alien episodes are always like fuck yes let's go <laughs> i remember walls did not grow up watching that and i remember showing her an episode of like then when netflix came out with like the new iteration and we watched an episode at the end you know they don't resolve the mystery and so yeah. she was really upset she's like what, what that's it what what happened and i was like we don't we don't know it's unsolved oh. <laughs> yeah i i <laughs> so funny you bring that up because i've had that almost exact conversation with like an ex of mine like i wanted to watch the new ones and he was just like i don't i don't like that they're not solved at the end <laughs> and i was like or he's like i don't like that you don't get any answers at the end and i was like so you don't like that they're unsolved <laughs> that's the whole that's the whole thing of the that's show. the whole thing it's the name it's in the name <laughs> But it, I mean, what also it's cool about the shows because they, you know, they give you a little hotline to help it out. And so, and I think I read recently that the the new iteration has solved a number of cases that it's yeah. helped break through. And so, because the internet, man, internet's crazy. And internet's internet would get it done, dude. Because they they would do on the original show. I remember they would do update episodes for any of the mysteries. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Like so, you know, and those sometimes they become solved eventually, but. But that is not the premise. <laughs> not the point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, to, it's to get you, you know, fired up and intro- yeah. invested and then like, all right, go do your homework. You yeah. solve it because we can't. <laughs> what else? So those are TV shows with aliens. Movies. We got Nope. We talked about Mars Attacks uh, before. <laughs> Mars Attacks is a really goofy one. Loved um, that movie as a kid. Big uh, fan. Um, You got your classic. Oh, uh, Galaxy Quest. Oh, I, I love Galaxy Quest. I love Galaxy Quest so much, and I rewatched it very recently, like last couple months. The movie that rules. We go so hard. That's such like, and that one I get. That one touches a lot too on like media and spectacle and, and all fan of, culture and whatnot. And, yeah, yeah. That movie was ahead of its time. Like it's it's very like relevant and still very good. Like Galaxy Quest. I think I read somewhere that they were remaking that. Because that's all we do now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> facts. Facts. Um, speaking of remakes, real quick, sidebar. There's a zombie movie that came out uh, a few years ago uh, called One Cut of the Dead. It's an incredible movie. I'm sure it's on Shudder. It's uh, 
um, about a small film crew that shoots a zombie movie all in one shot. And the movie is like the behind the scenes of how they get it all in one shot. It's it's hilarious. It's so fun. It's like the play noise is off like a farce, but with a zombie movie. Anyway, it's great. I just saw that it's like there's a remake coming into theaters this, I think this weekend. And I hear nothing about it. Anyway, I'm just upset. <laughs> <laughs> just mad about it. <laughs> I'm just mad about it because why? It was so perfect. You don't need to touch it. Anyway. Alien movies. Uh, you, did you see Fire in the Sky? Do you know about this movie? Alien abduction story, you know, um, and then the aftermath and then, all, you know, how he goes with his life and in this small town. No one believes him, blah, blah, blah. But there is like a five minute scene towards the end that actually shows his abduction scene. And it is horrifying stuff like Jacob's Ladder level, scary, mm-hmm. nightmarish vision. Um, so check it out for that. Big fan. I also just thought about literally one of my favorite SNL skits in probably the last 10 years. It's the one where like they, they did it. It was a reoccurring skit a few mm-hmm. times. And like the star of it is basically Kate, Kate McKinnon. And it's uh-huh. always like two other people that get, that got abducted by aliens, but they always have like this lovely blissful experience. And she always has this just like crazy experience. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. Ryan Gosling's in it. In yeah. There. yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And Ryan Gosling like breaks, like I, all oh, that's she's so like smoking cool. a cigarette and like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Leaning back. Yeah. I yeah. They're like talking about like feeling the warmth of God. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I went through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that skit. Oh, it's really good. Definitely look that one up. That's a great skit. Uh there's a play I saw a few weeks ago. Uh sadly it's closed, but it was off Broadway. Play Playwrights Horizons. It was called Wet Brain. And it um followed this his family in New Mexico that their the patriarch of the family is an alcoholic and so far gone, um, can't communicate anymore and maybe being abducted by aliens on a daily basis is the is the story and so and it like brings all these like really interesting like comparisons between like alien abduction like um connotations with uh alcoholism how people are treated if they're victims of both you know that like they don't believe they're not taken seriously they're disregarded and them trying to speak up for themselves sounds like ravings, you know, that like uh, from both an alcoholic and from uh, someone abducted by aliens. It was a really beautiful story. If you can get a, a hands on a, on the script, it was really good. But um, this production was rad. And that's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds really interesting. Called Wet Brain. We got alien aliens. We got all your extraterrestrial, you know, like I feel like this episode is more about like aliens coming to earth and spooking you, you know, yeah. versus like aliens is its own and like space sci-fi horror is his own. I feel like separate conversation. If you talk about xenomorphs and predator and whatnot. I was definitely thinking about that before this episode. I was like, there's such an interesting, like both overlap and like distinction between like sci-fi and horror and like, mm-hmm. Where do those things fall? Um, I mean, definitely Aliens got some hardcore horror elements. There is a really good documentary about the making of Alien that I ended up watching once very randomly. Um, And I, as either a sci-fi or a horror fan, it's very, I don't know, it's worth a watch. And I've like, I think I've only seen Alien like maybe once. Like I, I, I'm not, but like rules. Yeah, it's a good movie. And then, like, I ended up watching this documentary with a friend of mine because, like, she wanted to watch it. And it was, like, it was very in- interesting. Like, the process that went into that movie was was really cool and and very um, kind of, I don't know, just very revolutionary at the time in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah, still is. People, it's, we still can't can't replicate it. We can't. Yeah. can't it's even Ridley it. Scott still doing it. He can't do yeah. it. <laughs> still making yeah. them. Yeah, that movie rules. I remember that was the sci-fi horror conversation. I remember speaking specifically about Alien. There was a, this happened a few years ago, but it was some journalist that went on Twitter with a hot take, if you can believe it. And with the hot take <laughs> was like, you can't have horror in space, is what her argument was. And she was crucified on, on Twitter. Yeah. Just like, that's a, that's absolutely. A take, man. Absolutely <laughs> not. I think she went furthermore. It was like a, a, by claiming that Alien was not a horror film because it's set in space. And we were like, it is. 
<laughs> oh man, it's like the Jaws argument when people say Jaws isn't a, a scary movie. I'm like, wait. Were you scared? Yeah, it is a scary movie. <laughs> like, you something horrific. <laughs> was the movie trying to uh, instill uh, fear into you? <laughs> then I would call it a horror film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was so that's, funny. Yeah, that's such an interesting uh, like hill to die on. Like, <laughs> I I can't even remember her reasoning, but it was it was asinine enough that like most of horror Twitter like really dunked on her but yeah i mean that ha- this happens like every like year there's like some with it with the continued popularity of horror because it will always be here it will always has and always will because it's the best genre hey happy Harvest story <laughs> show but every every so often there will be some film media whatever author that's looking at the landscape and goes wow why is there still horror and we'll write an article about like Hmm, what a great year for horror. Is it coming back? And we're like, it never fucking left. <laughs> like it's even in the bad days, you know, we, we still had seven Saw movies, you know, like we, it's, you know what I mean? Like I don't need to get on a, on a, on a pedestal here. I just, I just think it's funny that it just keeps happening. It, it's, it's like, like clockwork once a year, we're going to get someone from the New Yorker that was, man, horror movies are actually pretty good. And we go, yeah. <laughs> we know. We been known. <laughs> we know. <All> right. <laughs> Have you heard of the Babadook? Yes. <laughs> Love the Babadook. <laughs> Babadook. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, but I love aliens. I wish yeah. I I wish I had more real life. Um, I mean, careful what you wish for, right? I'm going to get abducted. Yeah, exactly. Those are, I mean, because that's another, that's a conversation I think too. And like the maybe like new age approach the kind of spiritually based approach to the current interdimensional beings or whatever it's like you know it's like vampires you gotta invite them in you gotta like be like yeah. yo i want to talk to you i want to see you and then they'll be like okay <laughs> mm, okay okay i guess so okay <laughs> I, I like when aliens are like curious and creative too like with signs and like uh crop circles i like the idea of crop circles that aliens come in and uh i mean they get a little spooky in signs but before the spooky stuff happens they're just making crafts they're just exactly. doing some art i fucking love a crop circle like that would be another good episode do it like because that's something i feel like it'd be a little easier to chart like a history of like uh-huh. a little bit but yeah like they i don't know just like I, if there's one thing I can relate to is just like doodling a weird design over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and to be like, what if we did it in this big field? Like, I love it. I love and it. If it is aliens. I love that. They're so creative and talented. If it's yeah. humans, like you don't got to blame it on creative aliens. And talented. They're so creative and talented. <laughs> like this is, this is again, humans tell it on themselves. You just got to believe in yourself and look at this beautiful crop circle I made. Like I would, I'd get tickets to it. I go look at it, you know, right. Right. Val's pumpkin patch does it every year. It's called a corn maze, you know? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I love, I love, we love them. We love them. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like we talked about predator for a second with aliens and predator. He's, he's an alien. He'll come down. Um, and he's come down a few times in the movies. I think that one's great to bring up because of uh, there was a prequel that came out last year called Prey. Um, that's all set within an indigenous tribe in early America. And uh, this young woman, uh, to prove herself a little hunter, goes to find that, you know, the, the, the man's biggest prey turns out uh, it was a predator. <laughs> so and so it's like this dope movie about this. Uh, young little warrior versus a predator and she's using you know the early indigenous you know weapons versus predators hyper technological stuff and it's all like in montana hundreds of years ago it's a rad movie prey big fan on hulu uh war of the worlds that's another one i'm just listing off things now that was the thing they came down to the saucers and their tripods and it was all spooky and their their ray beams um heat rays and then they all died because of uh, bacteria go humans you know we're 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 immune um one of my favorite this one's not horror um it's a kids movie but i love it like a lot like i watched it so many times have you ever watched home 
Mm, no, you brought it up though. It was a Netflix one thing, right? It's still on Netflix. Go watch yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I love that movie so much. Rihanna's in it. Like, why wouldn't oh. you? Royalty. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But it's um it's a kids movie, but it's fucking cute and funny and I really love it. But it is, it's about um it's about the the this like these aliens, like this species of aliens that essentially come down to colonize Earth. And it's mm-hmm. all it's about it's about colonialism. Like it's a really it's a kids movie about colonialism and it's really good. <laughs> I love when kids movies get like mature, like or any kids movie that utilizes an alien theme. I think yeah. I'm probably gonna love it. Lilo and Stitch, Ohana's oh. family, you know? Uh, Lilo and Stitch. I also me? I also watched that watched Lilo and Stitch like two weeks ago. Fucking love that movie. So good. Um also the aliens in Toy Story, the yeah. little alien toys. I love yeah, that. They're great. And uh I guess he's not an alien. He's a man-made object, but Iron Giant, I think, I think fits in this Venn diagram of like 1950s sci-fi fears, you know, and befriending yeah. um, okay. Iron Giant rules. So yeah, I mean, like, I love the, I love, I love the idea, of the, little, the, 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 the alien analogy. I think it's really fun, and it's, and it's, and it's surprisingly fruitful, and and all, and it's applications all across different mediums including everything from like like you were saying colonization with with kids not colonizing kids <laughs> it's it's themes of colonization to like this play i talked about wet brain that it's it's bringing up conversations of uh you know alcoholism and family uh strife and so it's 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 i gotta love horror so much i'm gonna cry and the, the application of it it's just so smart it's so the smart alien in general is just it's a great kind of story device, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. kind of whatever angle you want to go it, it, uh, yeah, I don't know. It represents, um, it's a good Avenue. It's a good Avenue to pursue it. Mm-hmm. And to Barney and Betty Hill, if you guys were abducted, I'm sorry. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> sorry. Everyone was so mean to you. Also to just anyone who was maybe abducted and people were mean to them. Like that sucks. <laughs> like, it's a big bummer, man. Yeah, that is a bummer. It's funny too because we ta- we've had an episode earlier about you know Lovecraft and, and a little bit of cosmic horror that like cosmic horror in this version of aliens that we're talking about don't really overlap. That like that we even though we don't know what these unidentified flying objects are, we've got a pretty clear idea. Like we got little green men, mm-hmm. and they're really smart. They got they got little gadgets, but like we yeah. don't think about that in the same conversation. I was like, um, extraterrestrial cosmic gods yeah maybe it's just you know it's interesting because that's unknowable whereas aliens are very knowable fears i don't know yeah yeah i think yeah this is a good like kind of full circle moment to to wrap things up on i feel like because yeah i think um especially in the 20th century uh we just we really we we created a narrative of the alien and what Mm -hmm. the alien and if nothing else, like humans were meaning making creatures and we, we create meaning and then that meaning creates our reality. And so we, I think, created a very specific character of the alien and like what it means and what it does. And then like for many, many years, the general populace was, belie- whether they believed in it or not, was attached to that conception mm-hmm. of the alien yeah, until people started throwing out other ideas, like you said, with Arrival, with, you know, yeah, maybe making more connections to these m- more cosmic horror ideas or, mm-hmm. you know, cosmic mm-hmm. ideas in general. And so now it's opening up the conversation in incredibly interesting ways. But it's also like, are we even are we still talking about aliens? Like, because it's not, you know, it's it's a it's like it's evolved into a completely different narrative. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, what are we talking about? You know, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are we it's, talking about when we talk about aliens? Exactly. Welcome to my <laughs> TED Talk. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is a fun little chat. I just like talking about spooky stuff. It's like you we got a whole podcast about that. <laughs> But yeah, any final thoughts on aliens before we, we close up shop and get into our UAP and fly away? Um, I don't know. I hope if I meet one that he's cool. 
and maybe it could be my friend in real life. That'd be cool. Yeah. But that's kind of where I'm at. If, yeah. And I hope if they abduct me, yeah, it's yeah. for like a really cool party and not, yeah, exactly. not nothing, nothing freaky, you know, I'll put that out into the universe that out into the internet. Aliens are only allowed to contact me if they like want to be chill and like be my friend. Yep. That's it. <laughs> That's it. If you fit this criteria. And all right. Zoom on, on by. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, I want to believe, and this has been the Happy Harvest Horror Show. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll be back for another spooky episode soon. But until then, stay spooky. Thanks, you guys. Bye.